Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Librocube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. <laughs> Today, within the Librocube, is of course, ha, internet day in which I have weeded through the flotsam and jetsam and debris of the interwebs and picked out the pearls, the pearly, pearly pearls of pearly goodness and brought them back here to the Libro Cube, cleaned them up a bit and are going to dispense them as I see fit because I am the boss, Applesauce, as the missus's favorite TV judge, Judge Judy, says... Oh, God, I hate that show so much. Okay, uh, no spoiler warnings, because I do not do spoiler warnings on Internet Days. However, the fact that I just said I don't do spoiler warnings is sort of in itself a bit of a spoiler warning. Is it not? It is question asked, and then immediately answered by myself. Why do I do it? I am a crazy person. The other thing I like to say... Uh, is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. No, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you subscribe on iTunes, you rate, you comment, you love it. Perhaps all of those things. Indeed, all of the above. Uh, one thing that I'm pretty lackadaisical... <laughs> Uh, about saying, uh, and keep forgetting to say, basically, is that the podcast, meaning this one, yes, uh, has a Android app. So, if you have an Android voice, please, for free no less, uh, type in LibroCube, uh, Lackadaisical, LibroCuberCurlist. <laughs> Could have made that easier, I guess. That's why I did LibroCube. I think if you search LibroCube, spelt how it sounds, phonetically, if you will, uh, you'll find it. And it is free. It's just a kind of a handy little app. If you are on an iDevice, as I am, uh, the people who host the site, Podbean, have created a very handy uh, mobile version of their site, which you can just add to the home screen, which is kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of app-like uh, if you do it that way. Okay, one final remaining piece of podcast business, and we will hop right into the Fra Internets. And that is, of course, today's sponsor. Because, obviously, a podcast of this high caliber is going to be sponsored. It goes without saying, I am raking in the dough from sponsors such as Ed Asner's Astronaut Apparel and Aviation Academy. Once again, today's sponsor is Ed Asner's Astronaut Apparel and Aviation Academy. Folks, let's jump right into item the first, which is a podcast. Yeah. It is a podcast that I did not plan on bringing back, which is quite often the case on, I think, fra Internet Days in particular. Uh, sometimes it happens on the podcast that I don't plan to bring back things. However, then, sort of while listening in this case, or watching in other cases, uh, something will happen, and I'll be like, oh man, I have to talk about this, and write it down. So, 
on the podcast Doug Loves Movies with host Mr. Doug Benson. He had on four guests. Uh, I just noticed now that I forgot to write down two of their names. Shit. Apologies for that, you two other people, who, I will say, were very funny, despite the fact that uh, the two guests I did write down, Mr. Kumail Nanjiani, who I have uh, spoke about from time to time, I think he actually came up, pretty sure he came up last Hot Internet Day, too, didn't he? I think he might have. Him and Mr. Mark Marin, who, as you know, has his own podcast that I have brought back from time to time. (laughs) If you listen to this podcast, you know why I brought it back. It was unavoidable to talk about this. Uh, I have never heard such uh, (laughs) what I assume is real and felt very, very real animosity between two people on a podcast. It was uh, just sort of hand-sweatily awkward, cringe-worthy to the infinite degree. The most cringy I have ever felt listening to a podcast. I'm not saying this in a bad way. I'm saying, Jesus Christ, I can't believe these two are saying these things to each other. Uh, I think quite obviously did not like each other basically whatsoever and the only times they said anything nice was with that sort of pasted on smile. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Mark Marin is... Uh, this is something I kind of wanted to point out. He is sort of famous for being a dick and a jerk. Uh, I've heard that many, many times. However, despite the fact that I've heard that many, many times from many different sources, he has even sort of admitted it himself, as he did a couple of times during this. Uh, I have never really seen it for myself. He may, when doing his interviews on his podcast, sort of uh, uh, pry a little bit. However, he's doing an interview, so... I don't think he, I have ever heard him go sort of out of bounds. Uh, He pointed out in this that Kumail sort of brought out the old Mark Maron. So perhaps that's why, because I didn't listen to Mark Maron's podcast until maybe a, I don't even know if it's been a year yet that I've listened to it. Maybe that's it. He has a show that just came out. Just give him a little plug there. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, from all sources I've heard... Uh, it sounds like it's funny. It's sort of uh, based, perhaps loosely based, on his actual life. So, interesting. I'd definitely like to check that out. Jordan, mental note to yourself to look for that. Hopefully it's online somewhere. If it is, folks, I will bring it back on a TV Tuesday. Uh, so, uh, despite the fact that Mark Marin has this sort of reputation, I, I will say that... I would like other people to listen to this and let me know what they think, but I will say that I think uh, Kamel Manjiani, uh, for lack of a better word, started it, <laughs> basically. Just throwing out the odd uh, like little dig at him, and then it started going back and forth, and as the sort of back and forth uh, little digs at each other kept going and going, they got worse and worse. Uh, <laughs> Mark Maron uh, said some things that I don't know how they could be taken any other ways than racist, because Kamel Nanjiani, as you can imagine, is not 
of uh, American. Well, I guess that's not fair to say. Anyways, uh, Kamal Nanjiani is. Uh, oh shit! I always forget if he's. I think he's Pakistani. Uh, it sounded like they kind of had a feud from way back, and that like the first words Mark Maron ever said to Kamal Nanjiani were not very pleasant. Kumail had a bunch of old jokes. They both, uh, Mark Marin dug at their sort of popularity, their, who was more popular, that kind of thing. And, uh, that's it. Folks, I am stopping to get a coffee. So, I will edit, edit, edit this out and be back in a moment. However, through the magic of editing, you do not know what I am actually doing. Perhaps, uh, I am going to stop at this conveniently placed um, pile of butter and uh, make for myself a um, shrine or perhaps a temple out of butter. Hmm, I might do that. You don't know. Editing. 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 On the road again. Road again. That was the remix of the On the Road Again tone. Okay, so, mission accomplished, breakfast received, and, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, quite often, the girl who helps me at, helps me, serves me, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, uh, at the Tim Hortons I stop at, her name also is Jordan, so this time, I'm like, hey Jordan, and she's like, hey Jordan, and it was just how I imagined it would turn out. Love... Moving on to item the second is a bleep bloop. I like to really hit the B's there. Bleep bloop. This is what I am going to call a web series uh, available first through sort of college humor. However, they also post it on uh, YouTube on their college humor YouTube channel, which I check out every week and weed through, occasionally bring stuff back. I'm a big fan of Bleep Bloop. Uh, it went away for a little while, but uh, has been back recently, and I love it. This one this one was uh, interesting. They quite often, rather than, and, and I think this is better from a sort of comedy point of view, they'll pick a uh, bad game <laughs> to play. Oh, I, I should mention that. What it is, it's uh, a couple of, couple of guys, Pat Castles and Oh, shit, I forget the other guy's name. Ruben? Paul Ruben? That might not be right. Ruben Stoddard? That's definitely not right. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll get a video game, they'll play it, they'll talk about it, and crack wise. Basically, that's it. Quite often, guests will come in and play with them. So, uh, in this episode, they played what they called the M&M Trilogy. Apparently, uh, and I was unaware of this, that the candy-coated delights, known as M&M's, have created not one, not four, not two, but three video games. Oh my god. (laughs) How is this even possible? I will tell you right now, do not play these games. They would be horrible. I would have known that, and I'm sure they knew they were horrible before they even purchased them. (laughs) But licensed games such as that are never good. Just avoid at all costs. They are the type of games, and I... Did they use this description in the episode? I think they might have. The type of games that if your, say, grandmother found out you had uh, Nintendo would buy you this game, that sort of uh, vibe to it. Not knowing, they'll they'll just see M&Ms on the box and be like, oh, well, there you go. (sighs) 
<laughs> so the games were, uh, the, there was a kart racing game. That, uh, out of all the games they played, that's the only one that, I don't want to say it made sense, but everyone has a kart racing game, so why not M&M's? There was a beach party adventure game. Uh-huh. Of course there is, yes. <laughs> At this point, they uh, had many sexual-type remarks made about the green M&M, who, as you know, is the girl M&M. Hmm, yes. <laughs> then there was a kart racing... Oh, no, beach party. Yeah, sorry. There was a kart racing game, then there was a beach party game, and then there was an adventure game. I missed my comma there. The adventure-style game <laughs> was just a horrible collaboration of garbage written horribly. One part that made me laugh that they kept coming back to was one of the characters' names in the inf in the adventure game was Mr. Grunch Slam. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing and neither could they. Mr. Grunch Slam. That is a name that somebody actually took the time to create and put into a video game. Mr. Grunch Slam. My god. Oh. This doesn't happen very often, but I think the title of this episode is Mr. Grunch Slam, because that tickles me to no end. Uh, <laughs> uh, it still gets me going, Grunch Slam. Okay, uh, <laughs> I better move on. Let's try to get in a TED Talk or two. Hmm. First one what, that I watched was from Mr. Bill Gates. Huh, Mr. Bill Gates did a TED Talk. Apparently he has moved away from Microsoft, I think, pretty much full-time and is doing his uh, philanthropy-type uh, stuffs full-time now, including sort of teacher-related, trying-to-help-schools um, stuffs. Very vague, I am being. The, the title of the talk was uh, Teachers Need Real Feedback. He pointed out a sort of scary fact, is that the teacher evaluations which uh, I'm not sure who does the teacher evaluations. I don't remember if he pointed that out. But something like 98, some high 90s number percent of teacher evaluations were just the word satisfactory, and that was the only feedback they got. So if that is the only feedback you got, how are you expected to change for the better or change for the worse to learn that your bad changes are not good and change for the better? What? what? Anyways, uh, he also pointed out and this was sort of the most mind-blowing idea from his talk, that uh, with video over the internet so easy to access, uh, if, say, you are a teacher trying to explain algebra to your students, now, what would be better, a teacher explaining algebra to her students or the person who could most easily explain algebra to a person in the entire world who is then recorded and then that is shown to the student. What would be better? Because no matter how good a teacher you are, you cannot be the best teacher of every subject in the world and teach more than one classroom. So why not use that resource? Okay, I want to get one more in, one more TED Talk. It was with Mr. Victor Lucas. Oh, Victor Lucas, who I had the pleasure of meeting at Fan Expo last year and planned to pop in and say hello again this year. Uh, he also has a podcast called 
Vic's Basement, which I highly recommend if you have any love or care of video games. This TED Talk as well. Did I say it was a TED Talk? It is. He talked about the 3D rules. He got very, very personal, uh, and it was nice to see a different side of him from just the sort of TV personality to get a little deeper, so I very much appreciated that he did that. Uh, He talked about how him and his wife, uh, basically from the sounds of it, had sort of given up on having children. Uh, However, sort of unexpectedly almost it sounded, one kind of came along. So his 3D rules are rules he plans on passing on to his daughter. The rules are not about 3D, as in three dimensions. They are just sort of um, rules that start with uh, the letter D. For example, rule number one, and most important, is don't be a dick. I friggin' love this rule. Don't be a dick. Imagine if everyone on Earth took this rule to heart and was not a dick. I end this podcast with, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Uh, And I think that, (laughs) with don't be a dick, kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, He pointed out that he sort of, not maybe not learned, but developed this rule, uh, came up with it through sort of knowing Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. So there's a little tidbit there. Uh, Don't dick around. This one uh, is basically... Don't waste your time. Do do and set goals for yourself. Uh, a little more difficult, I think, this one, if you're lackadaisical, say. And uh, don't hang out with dicks, because if you hang out with dicks, uh, they will make you dick around, and they will cause you to be a dick. So, all very good rules. Keep uh, nasty people out of your life. Work hard towards your goals. Don't waste your time. And uh, rule number one, which I love, is don't be a dick. Folks, I'm going to go in and do eight hours of work and meet you back here when I am done. Eight hours of work on a Friday, no less. Friday of a long weekend, no less. <laughs> love you. There is. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back, back, we are back, back in action. Hello again, uh, driving home on a Friday, a Friday of a long weekend. So you know what that means. Yes, you do. Maybe you do. I'm going to warn you, though, what I, what I do, what I do. That is, of course, the Friday drive home primal scream. So what you're going to want to do is turn down your wax playing gramophone because I assume somehow you transfer this podcast to a wax cylinder and listen to it that way. That is my assumption. So turn that down and here we go. (laughs) Oh, feels good. Letting the stresses of the week flow out of my mouth hole. Audibly. Mm. Let's, why don't we, jump back into Internet Day, because I have some more items, as promised. Including, item the fourth, I think. I don't know. Who's keeping track? Not me, apparently. Uh, Which is Between Two Ferns. Yes, 
that glowing comedy beacon that is Between Two Ferns, uh, located on Funny or Die, the website. Brought this back at least once before that I remember, and it is goddamn hilarious. Love it so much. It is, of course, starring Mr. Zach Galifianakis as host. Sort of his uh, take, I guess you could say, on a public access show. Uh, basically, he sits between two ferns and comes on. Uh, someone will come on and he will interview them in a comedic nature. Quite often, is very, very mean to them, and it, it is reciprocated this meanness quite often as well. The guest this episode that just came out is, was, is, was, is, if you haven't seen it, or are currently watching it as I speak these words, although that would be weird, was, if you have seen it, uh, Mr. James Franco. James Franco, I have a feeling, is a bit of a weird dude. I kind of get that vibe from him and things he has said and done in interview-type situations. I don't know. Let me know what you think. You could do so to the email address provided in the closing credits, or you can tweet at me. I am Jordan underscore Maywit on the Twitter. I will respond. Yes, siree, Bobby. Zach Galifianakis' kind of ongoing joke uh, throughout this interview is that uh, James Franco is a bit of a pretty boy, and uh, perhaps a little on the narcissistic side. I don't know if that is true or not, <laughs> but... One joke was that uh, the movie 127 Hours, Zach uh, guessed that that is how long he looks into the mirror every day. Mm-hmm. That would not be accurate because there is only 24 hours in the day, so that is basically impossible. Hence the comedy? Question mark? They touched uh, very briefly... Well, not, I guess not that briefly. They touched on... Uh, his movie that just came out, Spring Breakers, and showed a clip, which they've never shown clips on the show before, on this uh, web series before, so that was kind of different. And I didn't like it, to be honest. I like just them sitting and talking, no clips. The clip was from Lonely Island, which is a sort of uh, comedy musical group. Sure, why not just say that? Spring Breakers is a movie I do want to see, and will see, and will bring back on a movie Monday. That is a guarantee. Uh, not too much to say other than that, I don't think. Other than, I hope you watch this for yourself. If you are one of the... Well, this is kind of a kind of a double, double-edged sword. If you have never seen a episode of Between Two Ferns, I feel sorry for you. Because you're missing out on amazing comedy. Also... If you've never seen uh, an episode of Between Two Ferns, I envy you, because now you can go back and watch all of them. You lucky, lucky bastard. Okay, let's move on to a podcast. Yes. Specifically or pacifically, the Nerdist Podcast. Ah, the Nerdist Podcast. Would this... Friday Internet Day episode of the Lackadaisical Liberal Cubicleist podcast even exist if it weren't for Mr. Chris Hardwick's podcast? I don't think it would, to be quite honest with you. He, Chris Hardwick, I mean, has come up 
every single Internet Day episode I have done, with the exception of one, and I can't remember why it didn't, but it was odd that it did not. Uh, his guests on this episode were a man by the name of John Champion, who uh, I was not familiar with, and Rod Roddenberry, who I was familiar with because he is the son of Mr. Gene Roddenberry, who you may know and hope you do know as the creator of Star Trek. Yes, the man, the myth, the legend, Gene Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry, hey, we could maybe go as far to say that this podcast would not exist without him. It may have. However, uh, my Star Trek nerdishness is as far as, I think I've talked about this before, how we all within us have sort of flavors of uh, nerdishness within us. You could be uh, you could be a sports nerd. You could be a jock who's into sports and follows your your teams, knows all their stats, is really into that. You are a sports nerd. Uh, some of my nerdish flavors are obviously Star Trek, duh. Uh, you know, books, consumption of media in general for me, podcasting, c- comedy. There you go. Uh, this John Champion and Rod Roddenberry duo have their own podcast on Chris Hardwick's Nerdist sort of, uh, let's call it a podcast collective, why don't we? It is called Mission Log. They are doing a very cool thing, and uh, I think I will start listening to them. Jordan, make a mental note to do so. Uh, what they do is they started from the very, very first episode of Star Trek. The, uh, the original series, and are watching every single episode of that series, and then afterwards doing a podcast devoted to each episode. Cool idea. Very, very much like the premise. Uh, they are, I believe, in season two or three, so they've already done quite a few of them. Uh, and they did talk about how when uh, they are done with the original series. They're going to move on to the next generation. That's going to freaking take them a long time because there's a lot of episodes there. They are going to further move into uh, Deep Space Nine. They're going to do Voyager. Uh, they're going to do Enterprise. I think they said they're going to do the movies and even the animated series. So uh, pretty crazy. Looking forward to that. Maybe, probably because Deep Space Nine is my favorite. Maybe that's when I'll start. I don't know. Play it by ear. Uh, this podcast, though, of them sort of getting into Star Trek and its lore, very, very cool. If you do not like Star Trek, uh, the possibility exists that you wouldn't like this episode, so I guess I could just throw that out there. But if you do not like Star Trek, you are a weirdo. You weirdo. Because it is awesome. Jonah Ray, the usual co-host with Matt Myra and Chris Hardwick was not there, which uh, they pointed out, if Jonah Ray is never is ever going to pick an episode to not be there, this would be the one, because he is not a Star Trek fan or fanatic, I guess. However, Matt Myra, he is sort of pushing the boundaries of uh, Star Trek fanaticism, like myself, so uh, very, not, very nice to, to see him be there and sort of nerd out about cool beans. Highly recommend this. Hmm. Yes, indeed. Lastly, I think, uh, is one I watched this morning. Oh yeah, before work. Uh, this also fits into the category of, I uh, didn't plan on bringing it, however, watched it, and like, yeah, I, I want to say some stuff about this, because it was good. 
Uh, it is an episode of the web series Jake and Amir. Jake and Amir. Jake Hurwitz and Amir Blumenfeld? Oh, if I remembered that, and I will say, I did not write down their last names, I am pretty goddamn impressed with myself. Sometimes the old gypsy name curse apparently does not kick in. Maybe because it's Friday of the long weekend, and my primal screen released some of the cursed non-name-remembering um, mitochlorians. Oh, wow. Ah, uh, wow. Jeez, that got real nerdy there. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's not often that I surprise myself with my own nerdishness, but I just did there. Anyway, so if you are unfamiliar with this web series, uh, it's going to fall into the same uh, double-edged sword of Between Two Ferns. If you've never seen them, I feel sorry for you because they are awesome. If you've never seen them, I envy you because there are a sh freaking shit ton of them. They've been doing these for years, so you can watch probably all day. You could watch episodes, and they're little, you know, one, two, three, four, five-minute episodes. They're not very long. Web series, we're talking here. Uh, it's basically just starring Jake and Amir. They work in the college humor office, and it is... The videos are of them working in the college humor office. Huh, well, there you go. Slightly exaggerated, <laughs> I'm sure, for comedy. In this episode, which is titled Rick Fox Number 4, Rick Fox shows up for the fourth time. Hmm. As the title indicates, Rick Fox, uh, kind of really the only place I know him from are these videos. I think... He is a sports person of some sort, maybe uh, football, uh, basketball, perhaps, baseball maybe, something with a ball, bocce, I don't know. Anyways, he is, despite, I think, being a sports guy, very, very funny in these things, like, goddamn hilarious, I will go as far to say. For some reason, he has sort of uh, an obsession with eggs. <laughs> Just freaking saying that out loud uh, makes me laugh. Rick Fox has an obsession with eggs. <laughs> uh, and just... The, uh, <laughs> he, he comes in, he pops in. Every time he does, Jake sort of lets loose a sigh of, oh god, not him again. Uh, this time he had with him a chicken, who we are sort of, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of led to believe maybe his wife. <laughs> Uh, his, jeez, uh, I don't even know how to explain this. His uh, wife or girlfriend or someone who showed up, I don't even know how to explain it, is, uh, was, is, was, Miss Elijah Dushku. Awesome. Elijah Dushku, who I am sure has popped up on the podcast from time to time. You may remember as Faith from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, quite possibly... Definitely was, at one point, my favorite show of all time. I have a feeling that Doctor Who is moving into that slot. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer still, though, uh, easy, easy, easy for me to say in my top five of TV programs of all time. Uh, Faith, Elijah Dushku, on that show, loved her so much. I have a thing for brunettes, as I may have said from time to time, and she is goddamn gorgeous. Joss Whedon, obviously a big fan of her as well, because she appears in a lot of his doings, so good all around. 
she was finding this too. Just sort of grabbed Jake by the throat, uh, tossed him around a little bit. Uh, Rick Fox and Eliza, when told that omelets were made of eggs, were incredulous. They did not believe this fact. <laughs> oh, God, just really good. Highly recommend. Folks, uh, that will end it today. A lot of laughs in this one, for me anyways. So, that's good. I don't know if this is the case, but perhaps laughs for myself while doing this will translate over to laughs for you while listening to it. Huh. That is a thought. Whether it is a, a correct thought, I do not know. I do not know. Uh, I will end this episode as I do every other of my hundred and some odd episodes by saying it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Libro Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address, mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come and be. Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Live long and prosper.